This is the Eric Ludi Classic Recordings Podcast. These three-minute nuggets were originally recorded for Moody Radio by a much younger me. And though this material may be a bit dated, the truth package within it is still relevant today. I hope you enjoy it. In college, my roommate Bob and I had really smelly athlete's feet. And to be honest, our dorm room wasn't the most pleasant place as a result. So Bob's dad prescribed the ultimate cure-all for our problem. The directions went something like this. One part water, three parts bleach. Or was it three parts water and one part bleach? Bob couldn't quite remember which one it was, but he declared, All I know, Ludi, is bleach will totally kill off athlete's foot. So we decided to go with the one part water, three parts bleach option. Come to find out, the recipe was supposed to be something like ten parts water, one part bleach. Talk about miscommunication. The whole experience was miserable. After sticking our feet in that wicked substance for three minutes, our feet were stinging with pain. Every last hair on both my feet was literally burned off. Nothing remained. Even an inch up my leg, all the hair was just gone. Poof! When I was 18, my view of truth was quite similar to my view of Bob's cure-all formula for athlete's foot. Sure, bleach may kill athlete's foot, but it should only be administered and experienced at seriously diluted levels. When I was 18, I was desperately afraid of being overeducated in my Christian faith. The Bible was a book to be respected, but one must always be careful not to get all caught up in the specifics of what it says. I was honestly paranoid about joining the soundness of doctrine craze. In fact, theology and doctrine were painted up in my mind as anti-spiritual in nature. I've talked with a lot of young people in my generation that have shared a similar paranoia. Somehow a message started floating around inside the church that basically said soundness of doctrine equates to spiritual dullness. In actuality, this message is nothing less than the serpent's lie to Eve restated in modern terms. Eve, but God said that we shouldn't eat of this fruit and that if we ate of it, we would surely die. Serpent, oh, come on, Eve, surely you aren't so immature in your relationship with your heavenly father as to believe that he would literally kill you if you disobeyed him, are you? Eve, well, he did say that we would die. Serpent, I really think you need to be careful here, Eve. You seem to be getting too hung up on words and definitions, and I think that you're missing the spirit of the matter. God's words are deep and can have many different meanings, and you never want to make the simplistic mistake of turning them into legalistic, literalistic dogma. After all, you just can't put God in a box. The truth is, this fruit will actually make you more like God. Don't you want to be more like God, Eve? Don't you think that would be a good thing? Can you believe that Eve, much less anyone else, falls for this garbage? Ignore God's word, pay no attention to what he said, in fact, do the exact opposite of what he said, and in the end, you will somehow miraculously become more like God. It's ridiculous. But millions have and millions do fall for this crazy idea that by avoiding the practical, literal, real-world truths of Scripture, they are in some way more spiritual than those who are bogged down in doctrine. I should know. I believed it for years. I was duped into believing doctrine was like bleach. The more you mix in, the more painful life will be. But sound doctrine is actually a lot more like a map. Without it, you have no idea how really lost you are. We hope you enjoyed this classic recording. This podcast was brought to you by the creative team at BraveheartedChristian.com. For more information about me, Eric Ludi, and or to view the transcript of this podcast, please visit ericludi.com. Mm-hmm.